This is Face to Face Celebration Church. I'm Dennis Watson. I have as my guest this week, Pastor Patrick Egan, the pastor of the Celebration Church Metairie New Orleans Congregation. And this week we're talking about how Jesus can turn obstacles into opportunities. Now, Pastor Patrick, uh, this week we're talking about how Jesus can turn obstacles into opportunities. And I want to say from the get-go, you and I, we both like to brag on Jesus. Isn't that right? That is completely true. He is amazing. Well, tell us uh, just briefly a little bit about yourself before we begin. Well, uh, you know, I think about the obstacles Jesus has brought me through. My dad died when I was 13. I got into some trouble in my teenage years, but the Lord saved me. I came to him, and he saved me. He delivered me from those troubles, gave me a a beautiful wife, beautiful family, and uh, God's just delivered me from obstacle after obstacle in my life. Well, that's your story. That's also my story. I'm sure the story of many of our listeners uh, this today and throughout the week about how Jesus can turn every obstacle into an opportunity. Now, uh, obstacles are a form of trouble that everyone faces at some point. Is that true? Uh, completely. Whether you're a pastor or you're just out there walking in the world, everyone's going to deal with obstacles in their lives. That Jesus said in John 16, here on earth... You will have many trials and sorrows. I wish he hadn't promised that, but that's what he promised. Not my favorite promise from the Lord. Now, how do obstacles affect us in our lives? Well, they can frustrate and discourage our faith. I mean, you can think you're walking with Jesus and the wind's behind you, it's in your sails, everything's going great, but an obstacle will just leave you frustrated, discouraged, wondering what the heck Jesus is even doing in your life. Yeah, I think Jesus sort of referred to that in this parable about the the soil and the seed. What's that verse in Matthew 13, those verses that tell us about that? Jesus said, the seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's Word. What does that communicate to you? Well, it tells me that when we run into obstacles, it's a temptation for us to put Jesus away in a corner of our lives, for us to walk away or step away from Him, and it really dries up the fruit that we've had in our lives. And we don't want that to happen. Nope, not at all. Now, this week we're going to be looking at some stories found in Matthew chapter 9. But the bottom line, just as we begin, the bottom line is that uh, those stories remind us that when we face obstacles, we've got to focus on staying committed to the Lord. And uh, we've got to see, turn those obstacles and difficulties over to the Lord and see how he can turn them into opportunities as well. In fact, uh, the scripture passage in James chapter 1 that reminds us of how to do that. Oh, it's one of my least favorite ones in all of the Bible, but I always have to remember my, remind myself, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. I don't know if you struggle with that. I struggle with that. But he goes on to say, you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow, for when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. You know, that's a great passage of Scripture. It is what verse, those verses are, an encouragement to us, but they're a reminder to us that troubles are going to come into every person's life. James didn't say, if troubles come, he said, when troubles come. Paul said the same thing in Romans chapter 5. Jesus said the same thing in John chapter 16. And so troubles are going to come our way. It could be physical troubles, emotional troubles, financial troubles, relational troubles, vocational troubles. Troubles are a part of life. Problems are a part of life. We just need to learn how to trust those problems to the Lord, turn those problems over to the Lord so he can turn our obstacles into opportunities. This week I'm with Pastor Patrick Egan, who's the pastor of the Celebration Church Metairie New Orleans Congregation. This is located on Airline Drive. And we're talking about the subject, about how Jesus can turn obstacles into opportunities. And this week we're looking at some 
some stories that are found in Matthew chapter 9 that illustrate how Jesus can turn obstacles into opportunities. Pastor Patrick, tell us about the first story that we find in Matthew 9, uh, beginning with verse 18. Well, this is a story that Mark actually has in his gospel, and he names the, the synagogue leader here. His name is Jairus. He says, as Jesus was saying this, Jairus, the leader of the synagogue, came and knelt before him. My daughter has just died, he said, but you can bring her back to life again if you just come and lay your hand on her. And then Jesus and his disciples got up and went with him. Now, that's, that story right there is just so... Uh, heartbreaking. It's just, it's a such a great tragedy. A man had a young daughter who passed away, and I'm sure there's some who are listening today who've had children that have passed away. So that might be the most difficult uh, tragedy people have to experience in their lives. But in this story, we're learning how Jesus can bring hope out of even one of the most difficult tragedies of life. Yeah, that's right. You know, I I think you're right. I think what's more tragic than losing a child and what's more hopeless than death? This is a hopeless situation, but here you have the Lord bringing hope from even the most hopeless of circumstances. Now, what are some principles that we learn from this particular story that can help us uh, find hope in the midst of hopelessness? Well, I think the first thing we see is just trust Jesus, right? We need to trust Jesus. When you're in despair, you're in a hopeless situation, and Jesus says, hey, uh, I want to help you. Trust Jesus. Trust that he can help you. Trust that he desires to help you, that he's there with you. You know, Psalm 34, 18 says, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. So if uh, I love that verse. If you're in a hopeless situation, it means you're in the right place because the Lord isn't far off. Right? What's another principle we learned from that story? Well, I think we also see the Lord's delays are not his denials. Uh, you know, what happened to Jairus is Jesus is on his way, right? right? And so so hope has come to town. This is an impossible situation, but hope has come. Jesus is on his way, and then Jesus gets distracted by someone else who needs a miracle, the right. woman with the issue right. of bleeding. And I don't know about you, if I was Jairus, I'd be like, come on, tick-tock, Jesus, uh, let's yeah. get going. And, yeah. and sometimes we can begin to freak out when God's deliverance doesn't come immediately when we want it. But his delays are not his denials. I heard someone say a long time ago that the Lord is never early and the Lord is never late. He's always right on time. We have to trust in that. And then there's another principle I think you said we could learn from that story. Yeah, we need to rely on the Lord's promises. I love that when Jesus showed up on the scene, the girl has died. Now, mm-hmm. this this initially was supposed to be a healing. Right. It got delayed. Right. And Jesus says to the crowd, the girl isn't dead, she's only asleep. Well, no one believed Jesus. They all laughed at him. But Jesus knows what he's talking about, and this is a promise from the Lord. And and sometimes when we're going through obstacles, when we're in a hopeless situation, we can feel distant from the promises of Jesus, but we need to trust the Lord and rely on his promises. You know, a verse in Psalm 145, verse 13 says, the Lord always keeps his promises. We have to believe that scripture passage. Amen. Now, I'm here this week with Pastor Patrick Egan, pastor of the Celebration Church, Metairie, New Orleans Congregation on Airline Drive. We're talking about how the Lord Jesus can turn every obstacle that we have into an opportunity. We learned yesterday uh, from the story of Matthew 9, beginning in verse 18, about uh, how Jesus was able to uh, heal, to not uh, to raise a young lady from the dead. I mean, a hopeless situation, he brought hope in the midst of hopelessness. What's another, what's another principle that we learn from those stories there in Matthew 9? Well, we see Jesus has the power to bring serenity from suffering. What do you mean by that? Well, as he's on the way to heal Jairus' daughter, <coughs> 
water, which we talked about previously, he was interrupted. He was interrupted, and in verse 20, we see he met a woman who had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding. She came up behind him. She touched the fringe of his robe, for she thought, if I can just touch his robe, I'll be healed. Jesus turned around, and when he saw her, he said, daughter, be encouraged. Your faith has made you well, and the woman was healed at that very moment. Now, now, Mark's gospel tell us that she had been suffering for a long time with this illness, right? As much as 12 years from what we understand. She'd been to doctors, she'd uh, tried to take medication, whatever medication she had in that day. She'd done everything she could uh, to find healing, all to no avail. In fact, it only made her worse. Yeah. So here she is. She's been suffering for 12 years. Jesus is on his way, I am presume, hurriedly to, to pray for Jairus' daughter, and all of a sudden, what did she do? Well, she uh, she she snuck up behind Jesus, which is hard to imagine how right. you sneak up on the yeah. the King of Heaven and Earth. Uh, touched his garment, and that healing power went out from him at that moment. And I think it shows us that the secret to overcoming suffering is to never give up, to yeah. always press into the Lord. See, so, yeah, this is one person who perhaps should have given up. At least uh, public opinion would have said, you should go ahead and give up 12 Seems years. like everyone else would have in that situation. But she didn't give up. And there are people who are listening today who are struggling with all kinds of issues and some kind of suffering. And what we want you to know today, don't give up. Now, there's some principles that we learn from her story, like we learned from Jairus' daughter's story. That's right. We, uh, we see enduring suffering is easier when we have an understanding of God's perspective. You know, a lot of times in life, we cannot understand what the Lord is doing. And I, you're, you're a parent. I'm a parent. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite phrases to hear as a parent is, that's not fair, right? Right. And, and it can kind of drive you nuts when you're a parent, because as a parent, you see things differently than your child does. Right. Right. There are a lot of times where we just don't see what the Lord sees. We don't see the justice and resolution he's going to bring about. In fact, Paul said to the Romans, Romans 8.18, what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory he will reveal to us later. Sometimes we just need to have God's perspective. Enduring suffering is easier when we when we have God's perspective. Also, it's easier, you said, when we trust God's purposes. What do you mean by that? Well, you know, one of the things I've, I've noticed, and, and you and I, we both listened to Pastor Rick Warren out of Saddleback. He has said, God never wastes a hurt. Right. And he's also said, God will take your greatest hurt and make it your greatest ministry. And I think the caveat is, if you're willing, if you're willing to believe and accept God's purpose for your life. Yeah, I'm constantly reminding people that God can take every tragedy we experience, every hurt, every tragedy we experience, and somehow turn it around and use it for our good and for others' good, and for His glory. Now, I'm here this week with Pastor Patrick Egan, pastor of the Celebration Church Metro New Orleans Congregation, located on Airline Drive. And we're talking about how Jesus has the power to turn the greatest obstacles we experience into great opportunities for growth and for ministry and to bring Him glory. We've talked about the story in Matthew 9 of Jairus' daughter who was miraculously healed by the Lord and the woman with a, who'd suffered with a bleeding issue for 12 years, how she was healed by the Lord. And, and then we come, uh, we come to a story of some blind men. Tell us about that story in Matthew 9, beginning in verse 27. Yeah, that's right. Verse 27, after Jesus left the girl's home, that's, that's Jairus' daughter, two blind men followed along behind him, shouting, Son of David, have mercy on us. They went right into the house where he was staying, and Jesus asked them, Do you believe I can make you see? Yes, Lord, they told him we do. Then he touched their eyes and said, Because of your faith, it will happen. And then their eyes were, were opened and they could see. So what's the primary uh, point, primary principle that you see in this story about the blind men being healed? 
Well, I think especially when you compare it to the previous uh, healings and deliverances we've talked about, we see that the Lord is able to bring restoration from restrictions that are on us in our lives. So here were these fine men. Nobody could help them in that day. Uh, They were restricted in the way that they lived, in their access, and what they could do. Uh, But Jesus was able to touch them and heal them. Now, now, the devil is always working against people in all kinds of ways to, to limit our capacity to serve the Lord, right? That's right. He, uh, I think he's decided if he can't keep us from being saved, he wants to keep us stuck. And that could be using physical restrictions against us, mental restrictions, emotional ailments, anything he can do to limit our capacity to serve the Lord and worship and honor him. And sometimes our restrictions are not caused by the devil. They're just uh, physiological issues that we experience or accidents that we go through or different things that happen. But the principle that we want to focus on here is how the Lord will work through our limitations to demonstrate His glory, present a great testimony. Do you have any testimonies about that that you could share with us? Well, you know, I think about the historical story of Helen Keller, who we know was uh, born deaf and blind, uh, and she was ill at 19 months old, permanently blind, permanently deaf. Hmm. Uh, and today we revere her for overcoming her restrictions. Uh, but we, we tend to not talk about her teacher, Ann Sullivan. Ann Sullivan uh, was also someone who struggled with eye disease and was partially blind and was unable to read or write. Ann Sullivan had to overcome those restrictions herself and right. was able to use that, that, that restoration, that ability to overcome those restrictions to teach Helen Keller and really to win a landmark victory for all people facing physical restrictions in their lives. And Helen Keller uh, impacted the world Absolutely. with her story, with her contributions to society, and Ann Sullivan uh, she did that because Ann Sullivan helped her, who also had to overcome her restrictions in her life. There may be some people who are listening today. Uh, you've got people who have handicaps or have been incapacitated in some kind of way or have some kind of restriction in their life. And what Pastor Patrick and I want you to know is that no matter what you've experienced in life, the Lord can still He can still take what you've gone through and use it again for your good and for others' good and for His glory. We just have to maintain our faith and trust in the Lord. Now, I'm here this week with Pastor Patrick Egan, the pastor of the Celebration Church Metairie New Orleans Congregation on Airline Drive. And we've been, uh, we've been bragging on Jesus this week, right, Amen. Pastor Patrick? that's right. We've been bragging on Jesus. We've been talking about how Jesus can take the greatest obstacles we face and turn them into great opportunities for us and great opportunities for others. We've been looking at some stories in Matthew chapter 9, the story of a young girl who died and then was raised to life by Jesus, the story of a woman who had been bleeding for 12 years and was healed by Jesus, the story of two blind men uh, that uh, Jesus healed them, and they could go on to serve him. And then there's... In the last part of that chapter, there's a story of some demonized people. That's right. In Matthew chapter 9, verse 32, it says uh, that when, when, when they left, talking about the blind people uh, that Jesus had just healed, a demon-possessed man who couldn't speak was brought to Jesus. So Jesus cast out the demon, and the man began to speak. The crowds were amazed, and they said, nothing like this has ever happened in all of Israel. Now, th- tell us about you think the underlying principle is in, th- is in this story. Well, I think what we see there, so far we've seen healings, uh, we've seen restoration from restrictions, we've seen the dead raised back to life, but this shows us that we can have breakthrough from the bondage that the devil and others have sought to sow into our lives. 
Now, there are some who would perhaps say that's back in the first century. That doesn't happen in our day and time. But you and I would testify, having been pastors for a long time, there are a lot of people who still struggle with demonic bondage in their life. 100%. You know, uh, the Apostle Paul was writing to Christians in Ephesians chapter 4. And uh, it's a great chapter. And in that chapter, he says, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. For when you do, you give place to the devil in your life. And a lot of people have given place to the devil in their lives because of anger and bitterness they've had in their heart. But you know that same principle works with a lot of things. If you let the sun go down on your hurt, you mm-hmm. get place to the devil. If you let the sun go down on your unforgiveness, you get place to the devil. If you let the sun go down on your pride, you get place to the devil. If you let the sun go down on your lust, you get place to the devil. I'm telling you, uh, even people who believe in God, who go to church, they can be really impacted, demonized uh, in our day and time, just like that man was in Jesus' day and time. Absolutely. So how do we turn to Jesus when we do have these struggles and strongholds in our life? Well, I think you got to start with knowing the truth and living the truth. Uh, you know, you talked about opening the door to, to bondage when we uh, let the sun go down on our anger or on our lust. And let's be clear, we're not talking about struggling with sin. Right. Struggling with sin is sort of like having someone crash on your couch in the middle of the night. You weren't expecting it. It, it happened. You did the best you could. But sometimes we open the door to sin and let it move into our house yeah. and occupy That's a guest a room way, in our heart. And when it, it does, it's just so hard to get that out. The only way you can clean out that room of your heart is to introduce the light of the truth of the gospel, the light of the truth of Jesus into that room. And the great news is that Jesus is still in the forgiving and saving and transforming and delivering business. At the beginning of the week, we sort of heard your testimony of what Jesus has done in your life. My testimony is similar in that uh, when I came to faith in Christ, I was a drug dealer and alcoholic. But the day I came to faith in Christ, he delivered me from my addiction to drugs and alcohol and pornography and immorality and all those kinds of things. I'm not saying there are not times I haven't struggled with other things, but the Lord has the power to heal and deliver. And by the way, if we can, if you have people in your life who need to experience the healing, saving, transforming, delivering power of Jesus, just let us know at Celebration Church. You can contact us at 504-831-9673 or at celebrationchurch.org. God bless you. Thank you for being with us this week. Thank you for joining us today for Face to Face with Celebration Church. 